This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Getting up, getting out, or only just getting home? It's Joy Weekend Breakfast. We've got our very next guest on the line. Uh, good morning to James Parr. Welcome, James. Morning. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks for joining us on Joy Weekend Brekkie today. It's no worries. A, Thanks for having me. It's a, it's a miserable Melbourne morning, but it's pretty hot and sunny around the rest of the country today. I love this weather. Sorry. <laughs> hey, speaking, I really like this weather. Speaking of hot and sunny, congratulations on being awarded <laughs> GQ's Man of the Year's Award, Model of the Year. That's yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, are you, seriously, and I, I don't want to objectify you, James, but you look hot yeah. at the awards ceremony. Who were you, who, what were you, who were you wearing on the night? Um, yeah, so I was styled by Vogue, so I was wearing um, the suit, the, the pants and the blazer were Armani, and then Hello. The, the, t- <laughs> the tank underneath was, um, what do you call it, down there, and then I had um, just some Bulgari um, jewellery to sort of Oh my off. God, I know, right? did you have to hand that back, James? Yes, I did. It was rude. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> and you've also, you know, I, I was looking at some of your Instagram stuff. You, you managed to do some Gaultier um, pre-Christmases, uh, sorry, earlier this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, worked with Gaultier a little bit just um, on the side, as not modelling for them, but just like um, some social stuff. So um, yeah. they have like their little Christmas party, December 1st. They do like a Christmas party and... When we have, like, when you go to things like that, especially Jean-Paul, like, you don't know what you're going into. And that was, like, one of the best nights I've had in my life. They had, like, performances throughout. Um, it was, like, very queer and just, like, very fun. Oh, wow. These brands know how to do it. Now, if anyone who doesn't know you, James, but let me just give you a quick rundown. You are um, you, you are a multi-talented individual, um, well-known for, for being a model, but also a great disability advocate. Just, just give people a quick snapshot of your, your story. Yeah, so, um, look, when I was 21, I was diagnosed with um, a rare bone cancer, osteosarcoma, in my right ankle. And, uh, look, it was misdiagnosed for 10 months. So, I finally found, they finally figured it out. And then, yeah, I think, like, the week after, I started three months of chemo. And then it was at at the very initial stage, it was just, like, a centimeter. So, they were just going to have to do a bone graft. They just wanted to, like, start the chemo straight away. And then when they revisited... The surgery plan after three months, it actually ended up growing around the whole ankle joint. So oh. that resulted um, in the amputation. And yeah, so I had the amputation and then I had, I think I finished off like six more months of chemo and yeah, I was done. Yikes. Yeah, so it's, you know, and I've, I've seen some of the articles that you've gone through and you said it sort of kickstarted you to really find a purpose in your life. And, you know, you've come out of that really bad experience with a really successful career now. So, you know, it, it's it's all down to, yeah. I guess, your your mental state about getting yourself back yeah. into the saddle again. And, and I think, you know, I wouldn't even say it was a bad experience. I think it was one of the best experiences that I've had in my life. Um you know, that that obviously something can, can seem quite dark and every time you hear they've had cancer, oh, um, yeah. you know, but I actually like, not that I'm like, let's go get cancer, but I actually, not that, 
trying to think of the word. I wouldn't say I enjoyed it, but I didn't have a bad experience. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a really positive that. outcome. A really positive outcome. Um, now, you're, yeah. you're also a, a proud queer guy. Can I just ask you, you know, we often talk about um, representation of our community and the disability um, community in the fashion industry. Um, mm-hmm. Political question, do you reckon they're getting it better now or do you reckon there's a bit of tokenism? Ooh, hmm. don't know. Okay. I think that they're trying to get it better, but it's still going through as tokenistic. Yeah. You know, I do see some campaigns, um, you know, there's there's a brand that includes, just off the top of my head, I can say brand, but they include a lot of queer representation, right? But yeah. in that, all it, they, they make it so known and so loud that mm-hmm. it's almost like, yeah. you know, personally for me, I'm like, mm, I'm not about that. Like, if we're going to look at representation and having authentic representation, let's just include those people in in there. We don't need to make it loud. The second you try and make it so loud is the second that you, um, you sort lose of... It. Yeah, you lose, you lose what you're trying to do. Um, I did, like, a, a Pride campaign with Calvin Klein at the start of the year, and even though it was Pride, it wasn't in-your-face Pride, mm. like, mm-hmm. respectfully. It was just very well done, and... You know, I, I think even in that, I could have been, I think, the first model who had a disability, like a visual disability, in in the Calvin Klein campaign. Again, that is not amplified because yeah. that's how we do authentic representation. That is such a good point. And, and like, I, without being tokenistic, you sum up the term intersectionality as a First Nations man, as a queer man, yeah. as a, somebody with a disability, it's kind of, there's, there's a lot of boxes that you tick. Do you ever feel that um, because of your intersectionality, that is why you're being selected? Like, the, back to that tokenism yeah. sort of. Look, I've had, I had conversations about this, and even when I first started modelling, um, you know, there were some people, not even, not my friend group, but like some people, like, oh, yeah, it's just getting those jobs because of what he can tick. Mm-hmm. But also, if I wasn't there to tick it, who else is going to tick it? So if we're not ticking that yeah. box and we're not having it, the representation's not going to be there. So regardless, um, we're still going to tick that box. So I think if, if I'm not ticking it or someone else isn't ticking it, it's not going to be ticked. Yep. So... Now, James, I want to take you back to the GQ Awards. Um, you must have seen a whole bunch of stuff behind the scenes. Just give us a, a quick rundown of, you know, who you sat with, who did you see, who was really nice, who was, who was maybe less so. Yeah, what's, what's the goss? Uh-huh. Um, look, everyone was so, so, so lovely and so nice. I feel like, you know, GQ, not only like their award recipients, but the people that they had there to celebrate, it just... I don't know. I feel like that they've really picked the best people. Um, I am someone that is, you wouldn't think it, and even my close friends are like, oh, shut up. But I am a very <laughs> shy, nervous, anxious boy. So all day I'm like, I have shut down because I'm like, oh. I cannot get up on that stage oh. and I, can't, I cannot deliver a speech. Like, I just can't do it. And like, even my team, like I had a meeting with them that morning and I had someone from my team with me there on the night and they're like, um, are you okay? And I was fine. I was just like, as soon as I get that speech out of the, out of the way, I'm done. But um, the speech was the hardest because right in my direct eye line, not only did I have the Veronica's, <laughs> um, I also had Ross Lynch, Willow Smith and Troy Sivan. Oh, wow. Um, 
cheering for me and clapping at me and in my direct eye line and Willow Smith and I kept making eye contact. The second we oh. made eye contact, I'm like, oh my God, I need to look away. I can't look at her. Like, oh. um, and just to see her like nodding her head as I was talking and like clapping and ah. Uh, um, and what was funny is earlier in the day, um, I had gotten in, so I was about to go just get hair and makeup done for the night and mm-hmm. I got into the elevator and when I was going into hair and makeup, look, I was looking like a crumb. So <laughs> I'm sure that's not true. I you did look not bloody want to see anyone. So <laughs> I get in the elevator, Robert Irwin, and I'm like, oh, okay. Bobby, like, of course hey, I how, look like a crumb. Is, he, is he tall or is he short, James? Do you know what? I actually cannot tell you. I feel like, I, I feel like he's neither. I feel like he's just like, no, nice height. Yeah, okay. N- nice slap, height. Slap bang in the middle. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. I can't remember. I'm Imagine being nervous. stuck in the lift with Rob- Robert Irwin. Well, it was fine. I just looked like a crumb. But then he did come up to me afterwards and um, say he loved my speech and um, oh. you know, congratulated me, whatever. But I was also like, oh, I hope you know that was not me in the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> That's my brother. And just tell us, for people who, who, yeah. who don't get to go to these award ceremonies, is it is it a fancy affair? Do you have like a sit-down meal? Is there entertainment? Just give us a rundown of how does the evening pan out for people who might be interested? All of the above. Um, so, yeah, you basically arrive. Um, this one was... This year they hadn't done it at Bondi Pavilion before, so it was at Bondi Pavilion. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you basically go in, um, you you do the carpet, then you go into like there was like an area with drinks and just like little nibblies been floating around. And I think once everyone had arrived and done the carpet, then they open up the doors to I guess the stage, huh. and then so stage was beautiful, the seating was beautiful. Um, and yeah, so I think we started off with maybe the entree, and then after the entree, um, the host was Nazim. I can't remember his last name. He's a comedian. Ah, oh, Nazim Hussain. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. I just couldn't remember the last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he, yeah, he was hosting, and then yeah, you sort of we did like a portion. We did the first section of awards. And then we had names and then we did another portion of the awards and then we had dessert and then Eddie Benjamin performed. Okay. Um, what a great yeah. evening. Hang what on. a great evening. Rewind. What was entree? <laughs> oh, my God. I was so nervous. I can't remember. Uh, um, I actually can't tell you. Sorry. And the mains? <laughs> like, was it beef and chicken? Beef and chicken? Fancy. Oh. So I think the name was definitely some... It was fish. I, salmon I it, it would have salmon, been. It yeah. yeah. It's going to be a fancy yeah. affair. Wow, uh, James, we yeah. are we are so proud that um, a a Melbourne person has actually walked away with the Model of the Year award, and who better than than, than you with all the work you've done this year? I said I think you've had a, oh, a, you. a stellar stellar year, and this is such a a great recognition of all the effort you put in this year. So, I just, we just want to say from from joy here, congratulations! Yeah, man. oh, thank you. I really appreciate. It. I think it's like something I sort of never had dreamed. Or, or thought about or probably was in the back of my head and thought, oh, yeah, I'll never get it, whatever. That's fine. I don't expect to. And then when I actually got it um, or knew, 
now I'm like, now it's actually surreal. So, but yeah, and, and, and also, I just changed. You know, from from observing your sort of career, you know, it comes through hard work, and you've done the hard yards. Uh-huh. This, this doesn't come out of nowhere. I think when you look at the last couple of years and all the effort you've put in, this is the appropriate award for all that hard work you've put into. So, you know, you're not an overnight success. You've done the hard yards, and this, this is your <laughs> this you. is your award. Yeah, mm. thank you. Um, come in and see us next year. Yeah, we'll I give definitely you sh- will come into the studio. I've been in there before. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I'll have to come back. That'd we'll be great. That's cool. Uh, we've been talking to James Parr, GQ Model of the Year 2023. James, thanks for joining us. Have a great weekend no and we'll see you next year. Thank you so much. You Take too. Care. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.